afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Uh, hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. Uh, my name's Pat Francis, and Gary. across the table for me is... Hi, uh, I'm uh, Gary Lucy. Gary Lucy, and next to me is... Matt Belknap. We're and, all whispering. Yeah. yeah. We're all whispering. And, uh, hey man. Great to see you guys again. What's up? Hey. Just rocking, you know. You guys are looking for, uh, frosty. Stay frosty today. Guys. <laughs> all right. No problem. Man, I was... Uh, Suppose I was going to go see the Muffs last night, but uh, oh, where were they playing? They were playing at the Satellite, formerly the Spaceland. And um, what happened? Uh, I had to go to a play with my wife, which turned out really good. <laughs> but we had to pass Spaceland to get there, so it was it felt <sighs> to like, go from Ugh. seeing a band you love to uh, the theater. <laughs> Talk about a <laughs> but it was reversal good of fortune. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> did, did you have a, a hookup for the Muff show? Uh, no, I wasn't. I, was, I didn't want to pull any strings. I was just going to go like a civilian, you know. Even though Kim Shad, a close personal friend of Rock Solid, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, see, I, yeah, maybe I'm just a mooch, but I, uh, I, I would have thrown that <laughs> out there. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll have her back. I think they have a new album coming, so maybe we'll. Oh, okay, cool. That'd be good. But uh, Matt, how about you? You seen any rock lately? Or? Uh, no. You know what? But my, the shame of my week is that someone offered me a Morrissey ticket and I just couldn't go. At the Hollywood High? No, no. Or at the Staples? If, they, if, if, if I could have gone to that one, I would have, oh. everything would have stopped. No, but it was the Staples. Was the show. Hollywood High show, was that open to the public? Like you yeah. just go online yeah. and get tickets? Was there it was crazy? A was it crazy price? It wasn't going to be high school kids. It was, uh, no, I think it was, I think it was regular. I, I'm not sure. I know I April Richardson saw him like 17 times that week. I heard it was good from her. So, I, you know, it's probably biased. Yeah, she had a, some text messages from Dave Grohl yeah, that she they, put up on her Facebook. That makes so much sense that they're friends. It's just yeah, like, it does. Yeah, that's that, I love that. Um, well, cool. Well, the, uh, I have some new business here. Yeah, let's do it. This is a... Uh, uh, you know what? I uh, My new business is actually limited to... Uh, phone calls. <laughs> that's what I have. Great. That's, that's perfect. That's good. That's I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you've picked up the mantle of listening to the, the phone calls. Because yeah, and, and we're not doing, doing this. It. Pat and yeah. I have really washed our hands you of it. I've washed my hands of it, but I'm glad that you're doing it. Okay. Uh, Beep. Hey, guys. This is Dan from Langhorn, Pennsylvania. I uh, love the show. Uh, idea for a new podcast or the next uh, topic, um, Rainbow Rock or... Songs with colors in the title. There's millions of them, I'm sure. You can even, you know, do Roy, R-O-Y one time, and G-Biv in another. Uh, Keep up the great work. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Have, have we done a colors? I think we might have done colors, but... Uh, I think we did do colors. I appreciate the input. And, yeah. Uh, or maybe, like, gay songs. Like Rainbow. <laughs> like that, that could be good. Or maybe just all songs that Jimmy's band Rainbow Bridge used to yeah. play. Or maybe songs sung by African-American artists. Oh, like the Rainbow Coalition? Just like colors. Colored oh, people. Oh, boy. All right. Well, this is taking a sour <laughs> turn. Um, well, Langhorn, Pennsylvania. Is that from your neck of the woods? Is that, uh, um, that does not sound familiar to me. And, um, <laughs> it's a big state. Just delete that. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Beep. Hey, this is uh, Tyson coming all the way from Berlin. Uh, your whole thing about Glee got me thinking about something that's always been bugging me. I'm a big Neil Young fan. I like, you know. Neil Young, and I like, you know, the songs. And I sure. heard this Jewel song a long time ago, and it really pissed me off. So oh, I need to listen yeah. to The Needle and the Damage Done by Neil Young, and then go ahead and listen to You Weren't Meant for Me 
by Jewel and tell me what you think. And I think it might be a good topic for you guys to title it like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Instant request. Before so, we even go further, let's just hear the beginning of the Jewel song. That was Neil Young, and now here comes Jewel. Pretty similar, right? That is pretty similar. Similar, but it is a different... It is different. But, but Tyson, I'm glad uh, to see your vigilance. The Germans have taught you something to <laughs> keep your eyes open. And you know who else might have noticed the similarity uh, between those two songs? Who? Jewel, her own damn self. Listen to this. I've never done this actually before, so... It's my first time. It's called Needle in the Damage Duck. Into some share voice jewel here. Then. assume when uh, when jewel lived in her car she was probably hitting the h a little bit right? <laughs> maybe you never know but that's uh hearing that now i really do agree with tyson <laughs> like that is i mean it's not a ripoff as much as it's clearly she heard that song and, and then it sort of sunk into mm-hmm. her head when she wrote that but but they're both good songs also tyson when you call us from uh, berlin do you use a ham radio <laughs> Or a Hamburg radio. <laughs> Hamburg radio. <laughs> that was a weird, booming uh, connection. <laughs> He's probably outraged by now. But anyway, thank guy you for really, calling. Really, guy really called from Germany. Is it, we, have, we have a worldwide appeal. Actually, yeah. do me a favor, folks. I don't care if you're calling from Ohio. Say that you're calling from another country. It'll make <laughs> us great. feel like we're yeah, worldwide. Or cool. call from Lebanon, Ohio. And you know what? Use an accent. Yes, please. That'd be a spicy We won't meatball. know. Thank we, won't, you. we will never know. Three three zero eighty one rocks is the number to call with uh, show ideas or complaints or suggestions or anything. Let me just, there. you got to hear because I cut it off because I was like, well, we get the idea. But oh, okay, listen sorry. to the first line of, of You Were Meant For Me. Okay. Let's see if I can get it. Do you have this in your... Uh, I love Jewel. I, this is like... I hear the call at 6 a.m. All right, now, now I'm going to become. This is going to be like the fake moon landing for me. <laughs> I'm going to descend into madness following this. A little extra flourish on the guitar right there. I caught you knocking at my cellar door. Make the yolk and the smiley face. Yeah, that's pretty. That's man, good call. But you know, yeah, there's, that's great. There's only like fifty songs possible. I think there, there, yeah, yeah, there's only three chords, right? And what's interesting? <laughs> what's interesting is they're so similar, and yet the I, I feel like the needle and the damage done has that descending sense of that that sense of a downward spiral into right. addiction, and then you were meant for me very clearly has that sense of longing of like lost love. It's a it's a different emotion. Yeah. 
encapsulated in, <laughs> I think, in the chords, even though they're very similar. And there's that whole B story about her breakfast in there. That, yeah. Like, a lot of details. About <laughs> also, <that. laughs> um, if you want to rip someone off, rip off Neil Young because he records nine albums a year. He, yeah. he doesn't have time <laughs> doesn't to sue know. you. He has no time to sue you. I forgot, man. But um, uh, speaking of the H, Pat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are talking about drugs this today, week. man. Let me I tell you what. Yeah, we, let's listen to uh, a guy named Paul Stanley. He's gonna he's gonna tell us a little bit of what we're gonna be uh, listening. What the topic is today? Let's, let's just. Oh, hey! How you feel? All right, I'm reasonable. Yeah. Still getting over this cold, but. Yeah. Is that what I've never been drunk? Is that what it feels like? Is, yeah. is being drunk Pretty just much. like a drum solo? Is oh, that what yeah. it is? Let's do a little more of the drumming after <laughs> it. I know, you know, it's getting so hot outside. You always need something to cool you off. There's got to be some people out there that like to drink tequila. Oh. All right. <laughs> So drinking tequila is like riding a horse. <laughs> right, exactly. And they would tell me there's a lot of you people there that like to drink vodka and orange juice. Pause, pause that for a second. So Paul Stanley's backstage, and a guy came up to him at the craft service table. He goes, hey, Paul, I don't know if you knew this. A lot of people out in the audience tonight, they like, uh, they like to drink vodka and orange juice. They're probably drinking the Detroit area. Yeah, and then, he, probably, right. and then he said, let me tell you something. I'm going to sing about that. I'm going to talk about that tonight. I like that. The, Good the, story. I, I like imagining like, the manager of the arena that they're playing. Be like, Paul, I've, I've got this report for you. It's, it's 1977. It's, it's the technology chart, is hard. It took, us, it took us four days to run this report on our IBM PC. But here's the spreadsheet that tells you exactly what the most sold drink in this arena is for the last 12 months. Turns out. <laughs> it's orange juice and vodka. Yeah, vodka. <laughs> vodka and cranberry juice. That's called the Cape Cod. <laughs> tell you something. Tell me. Down in the dumps, and you need something to bring you up. There's only one thing that's going to do it the way you want it. Do tell. Tell me. What's that? I can't hear you. Cold gin. Cold gin. So. <laughs> now this is from Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, two guys that continually say they never partied and never drank. And Paul's advice is if you're down in the dumps, I assume depressed, <laughs> yeah. turn to alcohol. Yeah. Yes. That's what he's been told. That's works. what he's been told. Not, he doesn't do it himself. He just wants it, you know, everyone else. Uh, to know. So, uh, so today's topic is, uh, I, I don't have a, for lack of a better title, drinking and drugging. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Gary, I've pitched this a couple of times and you kind of, you pushed it away a couple of times. Well, because, you know, I, the, we have a responsibility to the young people. We right, keep the right. temple clean here. Yeah. Rock solid, just <laughs> like with never not funny. Well, I think, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, although a couple of my songs do promote it. But I think, um, <laughs> but I think, uh, I, I, I mean, I've never, I've never done any drugs, Matt. No, never. No, nope. and Matt, you don't even drink. I've never been drunk. I, wow, that's a true story. But uh, and I drank in college. I, I'm, a, I'm a guy who drinks it in, when there's an, an occasion, right? Like, um, you know, like a poker game or a wedding or something, New Year's Eve. But uh, I'm not the guy who just goes. I'm going to go home after work and crack a beer. <laughs> so, and I've never done any drugs. And Gary, I know that you. Uh, oh, I've done plenty. Yeah, I did a lot and uh, drank a lot. Drank the blackout and. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, but uh, I've been sobs for um, like a little over ten years. And uh, yeah, like uh, I don't miss it or anything. But uh, but it was like uh, it seems like 
uh, people have fun with drugs. Yeah. And it, uh, it's a good social uh, outlet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I'm not the most social guy. No right? judgments here. No judgments. <laughs> so, so it feels like, oh, I bet I could use some of that uh, social lubricant some of these times. But, you know, I, I'm, I prefer, you know, being not in jail. And so, stuff, you're, so. So, you're, um, so you, you're clean and sober for 10 years. Like, you, you haven't had a, anything. Yeah, yeah. What? Something, yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a lapse, but, <laughs> but it wasn't like a like a lost weekend. It was just like, uh, you know, I bet I could do this, and uh, and you couldn't, and I got really. Uh, uh, oh man, this is. <laughs> I opened up a can through of confessions <laughs> on rock solid. I was like, uh, you know, because like uh, everyone's there's always a lot of pot around, like in about 2005, and like, yeah. You know what? Just uh, I remember having a good time. You know what? Oh, I, you know I'm gonna go see this. We get really high, and I've never been high in so long. I'm gonna go see this movie, The Wedding Crashers. Okay, and uh, <laughs> this is gonna be great. And so it was like you know first show of the day, and just like you know, on the wake and, wake and bake. Yeah, yeah, and um, and so I go out. <laughs> where'd you get the? Where'd you get the? You, Some somebody had uh, at a job I was working at. He, right. he hooked me up, and it was uh, it was the worst because like because I was I tell you, it takes some other medication that kind of counteracted okay, the, the okay. good effects, but gave you all. All the bad effects. Gotcha. So I was just like, you know, I'm like totally paranoid at the movies, and here comes somebody from church, and here comes this other like professional <laughs> colleague, Gary. <laughs> so it was, it was that was like, okay, that's a sign. Yeah, here don't, comes don't the do DEA. This. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so here comes mall security. Hello, commissioner. <laughs> what? Why is he at the first show of when Now, at, at, at the time you did this, did yeah. you tell? Were you married? Yeah. And did you tell Jane? You know, it was 2005. No, you Absolutely not. And she doesn't know. I she sporadic. Listens. I've, I still have never told her this. Oh, All right. So I, I guess oh, there's a statute of limitations in any yeah, I think so. Come on, you're exactly. clear. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. So, so, anyway. uh, so we're going to play songs that uh, talk about uh, drinking or talk about uh, various drugs in, within the song. And um, Gary, do you want to kick it off? You want me to kick it off? Um, I have eleven. I have ten songs. Okay. Yeah. I'm like in that neighborhood. We'll like try to burn through them all. Okay. Um, yeah. Sure. This is uh, for, uh, Queens of the Stone Age. This is this is like a good uh, shopping list. Like if you're gonna have a party. Oh, cool. Just like get the lyrics to this song. It's called uh, "Feel Good Hit of the Summer." That's the chorus. Cocaine! <laughs> so that's all you need for a good time. That's from their uh, that Rated R album. Well, I, I couldn't understand the first part. I know there's ecstasy, Vicodin, marijuana, alcohol. And nicotine. No, nicotine. Nicotine. Uh, and, and cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All that right, was... Um, I should have been taking notes. <laughs> does Dave Grohl play on that album? I believe he does. He, he does. does. Okay, cool. He's on, is he on every, every album they do? Uh, he's on some good ones. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is um, my first song. Is it's a cautionary tale. It yeah. uh, it sounds light and fluffy at the beginning, and then interspersed throughout the song are actual interviews with uh, former addicts. Ooh. So we're going to hear the light and fluffy at the beginning, and then let's hear the entire uh, first story from this gentleman, and then it'll go into the light and fluffy again, and then we'll stop it. This is from 1968 from the album Velvet Gloves and Spit. 
This is Neil Diamond, and this is the Pot Smokers song. What? Yeah. La, 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 pot, pot, give us some pot. Forget what you are, you can be what you're not. Hi, hi, I want to get high. Never give it up if you give it a try. La, la, la. I got five on it. Whoa. This story took a weird turn. <laughs> Shoot acid in your spine? Yeah. So don't smoke pot, everybody. <laughs> so uh, pot's your gateway drug. Wow. And then there's uh, there's like three stories throughout, and they get uh, you know a little sadder. And, uh, it, oh. Was this album executive produced by Nancy Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> 1968. You win. That was awesome. That yeah, was fantastic. That's uh, crazy. <laughs> oh, and it's, uh, yeah, what's, uh, it says, uh, one of the lyrics is uh, pot, pot. It says, uh, take a family cruise. You with your pot, mom and dad with their booze. It's just, <laughs> it's, uh, it's such like a fun, like uh, Sesame Street type song. And then boom. Oh, so uh, be careful. That's beautiful. Uh, This one is, I think, trying to be a cautionary tale in an after school special kind of way, but it kind of ends up being more promotional, I think. And it's by (laughs) Weezer and it's uh, called We Are All on Drugs. Like it sounds good. And you show up late for school because you think you're really cool when you're on drugs. And you put on your headphones and you step into the zone when you're on drugs. But the world don't care if you are not there because you're on drugs. Give it to me. I don't see a downside. I think it's uh, that's, uh, it's fun. That's I will submit that as evidence to the belief that Weezer is just a, created in a science lab to <laughs> appeal to teenagers. Yeah. Like it's so weird. They started out as this cool mm-hmm. indie rock band, and then all of a sudden they're just cranking out the most like you know hooky crazy and then like all the lyrics are simplistic and like mm-hmm. seemingly designed to just get kids all crazy and i'm just remembering uh i could have played hash pipe i know today. hash pipe is like the kid brother to this song <laughs> yeah definitely but, uh, a punch the clock quality yeah i used to really be into weezer and then i was into him like for like two years and then and then i'm not into them anymore and i even came across them in the itunes and i'm like am i ever gonna listen to this again i don't know i'll keep it for the show but do you still listen to Weezer, Gary? Uh, not not so much those later ones, like when they're they're partying with Lil Wayne. Every, right, that's and Rick Rubin's yeah. producing. <laughs> but, uh, and Beverly Hills. Yeah. But they gave us so much. And it's, you know, it does, it's appealing to the ear. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, 
Now this next song is from uh, is uh, from that Neil Diamond album. I want to hear. I was almost going to intersperse that throughout, but okay. uh, this is uh, this is from Appetite for Destruction. Oh. And I think the first time I heard the song, I think I thought they were singing about their landlords. <laughs> uh, but then, they found um, this beautiful brownstone. Yeah. But this right is, next uh, to the Huxtables. Right. <laughs> this is. Uh, let's take it from forty eight seconds. This is Mr. Brownstone, Guns and Roses. First of all, Guns N' Roses have never gone on at 9 o'clock. <laughs> That's BS. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines in the song is, uh, I don't worry about nothing because worrying's a waste of my time. I love that. <laughs> so are they talking about uh, heroin? Heroin. heroin. Yeah. Because when I was a kid listening to this album, I did not know what that meant at all. No. I didn't even think about it. But it's such it. a groove. You were into the song. I actually didn't love that one. Yeah, really? Yeah, I was never, never a huge fan of Mr. Brownstone. Oh, I like Mr. Brownstone. And, I don't, and I'm talking what? about the drug. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's great. Um, I just, you know, it, it, for me, like there, you know, the three voices of Axl Rose, that one's my, that, <laughs> that's my third favorite. That's the, uh, yeah, that's the most, uh, comedically imitated version. And I the think. most annoying behind. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then the other one is uh, Adam Sandler does all of those, he does all of those. <laughs> in every one of his movies. Well, I'm sure this guy was very influential on, uh, uh, GNR's uh, drug abuse, uh, okay. John, Johnny Thunders, and uh, Chinese Rocks on Rocksolo. Another heroin jam. Heroin rocks, you guys. <laughs> it really does. It's weird because you hear about it, it's mostly like a mellows you out and you fall asleep, but the music about heroin is rocking. <laughs> I don't see the percentage like what people I'm going to I'm going to give this heroin a go. I think I, can, <laughs> I think I can do it. I think I can solve it. My uh I love the Ramones version of that song too. Chinese oh they they rock. do that? I oh guess. yeah, they do it on oh. the um end of the century album produced by Phil Ramone. It really sounds like a Ramones. Oh, it does. It's it totally a good is. pick for them. The um uh who wrote that song? Uh I'm going to say Johnny Thunders. <laughs> do you think cuz I I thought maybe the Ramones I'm going to look that up. I'm okay. going to look it up, Gary. Okay. You think the Ramones uh, wrote it and he recorded it first? I don't know. I don't know if maybe he recorded it second. You guys, I'm going to go grab press real fast. He's like, oh, is he here? Okay. He just happened on that. Do you want right. to play your song? Uh, without Gary being here? He doesn't need to. No one needs to hear this one again. I don't even know why you picked it. Which one? <laughs> your next song. Oh, no, that's quintessential. Sure, but Pat, Gary's not going to have missed it. He's going to be fine with missing it. Let me find out what happened to uh, Gary. went out to get his son. He's coming in here. I'm going to find out who wrote it. Uh, Hey, Preston. Hey, Preston. How you doing? <laughs> Chinese Rock was written by Dee Dee Ramone and Richard Hell. Oh, okay. And that was, on, uh, that was on End of the Century from 1980, produced by Phil Spector. So I don't know who wrote, um, I don't know when the version um, that you played came out. Uh, 70s, I think. 70s. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It came out in 76. Yeah. 
Uh, cool. All right. All right. Sounds so, good. Uh, but, uh, you know, kids d- d- try heroin. That's the point. So, um, so Gary, uh, Matt said that this song, he wanted to play it when you were out. And oh, yeah. I go, no, this is quintessential. I just think you didn't, no one needs to hear it ever again. Well, drop it into 26 seconds and everyone will know. Okay. One makes you larger and one pill makes you small. And the ones that mother gives you. That's a little white rabbit from Jefferson Airplane, 67, a year before the pot smokers. And then that book, Go Ask Alice, came out. That was a classic. Freakworth. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, Did you ever see like a young Grace Slick? Her eyes are just are she's, so stunning. They're, they're uh, Deschanel-esque. Yes, they are. They really are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, that song reminds me of uh, my my uncle Scott and I used to play this game called uh, Rock and Roll Concentration, where we'd like kind of draw pictures of lyrics and you had to like guess the song. Oh, that's awesome! I thought you were going to say you guys played No Touch means No Touch. <laughs> so I'm so glad that it's a was a different story with your uncle. And this was one I could not get in these like uh, and he and he drew a picture of like a guy in a suit of armor with like uh, you know backwards letters coming out of his like. And I couldn't get it, and I was like, "That's not even a song." I was when we got so mad, and he's like, "The White Knight is talking backwards." What don't you get about that? <laughs> it really came. It really got heated. <laughs> I don't know what that song is. That's still, uh, that from uh, Go Ask Alice. Yeah. Are you <laughs> still uh, are you still friends with this dude? I oh, I thought you just do the title. Oh well, uh, well you're just trying to whatever you could do to get it's pretty them. easy to draw a white rabbit. Yeah, that's true. That that would have been easier. Yeah, yeah, stupid. Yeah, no, he it's on him. We're not really in touch anymore. He's uh, the guy sounds like he's bad news. He had a rough go of it. Yeah, he he, he actually killed the guy. He was not to make what light of it, the? but Whoa. he was uh, he was in jail for he used to uh, he he didn't take drugs, but he sold the drugs. So wait, when you kill a guy, you're just in jail for a little while. Is what you're trying to tell yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> well, it was depends on the circumstances. He did his time, but he was he actually has a son named. Axel Tyler, named after okay. Axel Rosenstein. Stephen Tyler. Tyler. Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> you mentioned that, that. You just, mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's some that all up right there. Anyway, all but right. uh, Scott, if you're listening, give me a call. I'd love to be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had some time. We had some good times. <laughs> we just bad mouthed them. <laughs> anyway. I think Gary just wants to, another shot at this game. Because <laughs> yeah. Now that you have all the musical knowledge, you're going to yes, whip Gary, it. Gary doesn't want to go out of this world without being a winner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got a tune for us, man? Yeah, sure. This this A listener turned me on to this on uh, Twitter. I'm going to call him Listener Jake. And he's, uh, he's, he's got a lot of good suggestions. This is a, a L.A. band. This album just came out. It's a lot of fun. It, it kind of reminds me of the Ramones. It's a group called uh, FIDLAR, F-I-D-L-A-R, which is a, a skateboarder acronym for uh, Fuck a Dude, Life's a Risk. Life's a Risk. So, you know, just, you know, it's kind of like a YOLO situation. And this is kind of a, a recipe for a good day. Wake, bake, and skate. <laughs> That album is a That's lot awesome. of fun. Now, let me tell you, when I hear stuff like that, it it, it, it makes me feel like just a crazy mental patient. <laughs> I can't even under I can't even imagine listening to that while being like 
oh yeah, out of, I, yeah. blotto out of my mind on something. Maybe I, yeah, that seems more like a beer drinking song. Maybe, maybe but, uh, yeah, like it, it feels mosh pity. <laughs> sure, sure, exactly. Um, can we turn this table over? Can we just bust this place? Yeah, up right let's now? do it, man. Let's have a party. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, my list of songs today, I picked, um, I picked some tried and trues that are you're like, yeah, obviously you play that, but then I picked some. Uh, like the pot smoker song and and this next one this is Lou Reed from my my favorite Lou Reed album called Growing Up in Public which a lot of people don't know about this album but this is uh this is Lou has a different take on the uh the whole drinking and drugging this is the power of positive drinking okay drop us in at 127 some people say alcohol makes you less lucid And I think that's true if you're kind of stupid I'm not that kind that gets themselves burned twice Some say liquor kills the cells in your head And for that matter so does getting out of bed When I exit, I'll go out gracefully shot in my hand The pow, 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 repositive drinking the pow 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 repositive. 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 Nice, nice. That's awesome. I yeah, I, I have not heard that one. It reminded me of we had this after school show called Captain Cosmic. Okay, and uh, he would host a show called TV Pow, like right when the, the, the dawn of video games, and you would, and kids would call up and uh, hey, this is Bobby from uh, Berlin Game Elementary. Okay, are you ready to play TV Pow? I sure am. And it would be like a premium like asteroid style game, and the kids <laughs> would just say Pow, 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 <laughs> and and then the thing would shoot. Yeah, yeah. When they said I Pow, think I remember something like this regionally uh, in Pennsylvania also. I, but I, if I would have had my uh, sampler shit together back then, I would have played this pow, and pow, like pow, pow, pow. my name's Lou. <laughs> like, my name's Lou. Pow, 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 pow. Doing. <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, here's one that's kind of from the same era as that, uh, Neil Diamond. And I don't know if this guy did a lot of partying or not. It seems like he was just maybe trying to fit in. Uh-huh. And this song was rescued from obscurity, most mercifully by uh, the, uh, what do you call it, uh, Big Lebowski. And uh, it's Kenny Rogers. Because when you think of partying, you oh, think yeah, Kenny yeah, Rogers yeah, yeah, yeah. in the first edition. Well, you get all high, then you go over to Kenny Rogers Roasters. And, <laughs> exactly. Because uh, you, you got the munchies. Here we go. Uh, just dropped in to see what condition. My condition's in. Oh, freaking out already, man. Backwards guitar, man. I'm freaking out. Yeah. And then here comes the, the druggy chorus. I woke up this morning with the sun down. Shining in him. I found my mind in a brown paper bag, but then I tripped on a cloud and fell eight miles high. I tore my mind on a jagged sky. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Do you think that's the voice of experience or someone who just got the uh, cannot, druggy dictionary? And I like, cannot believe that's Kenny Rogers singing that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't man. even sound like him. That's a fun uh, YouTube lookup if you want to look at that. Uh, yeah, that's oh. what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> He's like nice dark beard. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, no, uh, no surgery no yet. No surgery yet. No Mahonga Casino. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm not even gonna. Uh, I'm not even gonna um, ramp up this song at all, Matt. This is. I don't know if anyone's ever heard this song before, but if you could just drop us in at 17 seconds and let's hear. Uh, let's hear this. 
What the? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that was the needle and the damage done from Neil Young's Harvest. We heard it nine times. I had no idea. It was why, don't you, why don't you just go to the next one? Thank you, Tyson. From Berlin. Yes, this is from, uh, let's drop us in at eight seconds. This is uh, from Women and Children First. Take your whiskey home. Ooh. Well, my baby, she don't want me around. She said she's Eddie on acoustic. But I like that bottle better than the best. And she said, I think that you're headed for a whole lot of trouble. Well, I think that you're headed for a whole lot of trouble. Well, I think that you're headed for a whole lot of trouble. If you Yeah, that's what happens. There you go. You can't keep that uh, electric guitar down. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Nice. Uh, you, you're you are headed for a whole lot of trouble, Gary. Mm-hmm. If you take that whiskey home. Now he's pretty straight edge, right, Dave? He doesn't. Uh, so he says. I think he's P O T. <laughs> oh yeah, he probably. Yeah, I think he likes to uh, smoke it up. He probably does that. All right, Pat, imagine you're like a disaffected youth in Britain in okay. the uh, mid-1990s, and uh, you want to go to a rave. So uh, this is kind of a song that kind of captures uh, everything that you have to do, you know, to get ready for the rave and everything. And uh, so this is a song by, by a Pulp, and uh, we're going to hear it from about 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, Matt, they're, uh, they're not really sure where it is. They don't, don't know if they have tickets or anything like that. But the important thing is that they're all sorted for ease and whiz. <laughs> They've got their ecstasy and their speed. And, their... and this is going to be like the next morning what happens. I want to go home. It's no way. Not today. Makes you wonder what it meant. And, uh, and this hollow feeling grows and grows and grows and grows. And you want to call your mother. And say, mother. Never come home again Cause I seem to have left an important part of my brain Somewhere, somewhere In a field in Hampshire All right <laughs> In the middle of the night It feels He left an important part of his brain in a field in Hanfordshire. Terrific. <laughs> uh, what have you got about drinking? That's great. Oregon? I got uh, I got a song from 1966 by uh, some some guys you might have heard of, Rolling Stones. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what if they I don't know if they did anything after what this. I don't know. I'm not sure. But this is uh, this is about popping some pills just to get you through your day. And this is Mother's Little Helper. Love it. What a drag it is getting old. Different today, I hear every mother say, Mother needs something today to calm her down. And though she's not really ill, there's a little yellow pill. She goes running for the shelter of her mother's little helper, and it helps her on her way, gets her through her busy day. 
And that that guitar sound is the guitar's way of saying this is a song about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Absolutely. that's that's uh, Brian Jones on the sitar, right? Yes, I mean, it yeah. is. Yes, it is. And uh, then there's like also some backwards like flanging and yep. they're yeah, making cool druggy. Drugs <laughs> are <laughs> a cool track, cool subject matter. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For '66. Like, yeah. Like uh, talking about your parents. It's like uh, Mad Men. Little or pick me up. I know. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Stones. <laughs> they, had, they had a lot of good drug songs, but that's a good one. I know. Definitely a good one. Um, okay, this is uh, this is from 1968 and the uh, Pretty Things uh, from about 30 seconds. This is uh, like a super trippy uh, concept album called SF Sorrow. And this uh, this record, I can never listen to this because like the worst acid trip I ever had uh, was listening to this and it freaked me out. But we're about to listen to it. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I know. So I might, I might freak oh out. God. But like when... Uh, Take uh, your headphones off, Gary. <laughs> when this song Just was... Just throw coffee on the floor. If, <laughs> if you... <laughs> when this song was playing, uh, I, I got the feeling that... Uh, uh, our friend Sheila was in the bathroom and I thought, oh no, Sheila's trying to flush herself down the toilet, man. <laughs> oh no. So I totally incredible hulked through the the door of this bathroom. <laughs> like it was one of those like cheap, like balsa wood yeah, like, yeah, yeah. doors. But I just totally, it, it was a gary shaped outline. Yeah, like the, like the three stooges. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, oh so this song is called uh, Defecting Gray by The Pretty Thing. <laughs> So you can say, oh, yeah, this is nice. <laughs> Here's some more drug guitar. Yeah, more drug guitar. See if you can spot the part where, where things kind of went south out. to me. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. You'll hear it. Oh, this is okay. Just the toilet flush. <laughs> That's the flush. <laughs> I'm going down the drain, Gary. Help me. That was uh, 1990, and that was it for me for acid until four years later. Until I went to school. <laughs> until I decided I was going to go see Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So well, we, had, uh, we had mentioned the Ramones earlier because they do a version of Chinese rock. And, and there was a bunch of Ramones songs I was going to put on here. Uh, I Want to Sniff Some Glue yeah. or Carbona Not Carbona Glue. Not glue. But I, I chose. I want to be sedated. I want to sure. be sedated. Sure. Lots of uh, good, good pick, man. Look at you. <laughs> But this is from their album Animal Boy, and this is about a guy who just he wants to he goes out uh, to his usual hangout at the bar, uh-huh. and uh, somebody puts something in his drink. Oh yeah, forgot about this. Here's the behind the music of that song. Uh, 
He was at uh, Jamba Juice, and he got an immunity boost. <laughs> was, I feel when, revitalized. That was uh, that was written by then drummer Richie Ramone. Oh. How do they keep getting these drummers with the same last yeah, name? It's amazing. It's quite a cool I mean, if you walk in and family. you go, what if you walked in for the audition and you just go, yeah, I'm Pat Ramone. Done. Don't even play. I love this. Uh, my the, my favorite line of the clip we played is, Tangeray and Tonic's my favorite drink. I don't like anything colored pink. That just stinks. <laughs> By the way, that is the least Ramones sounding song I've ever heard by the Ramones. Um, as in the in the you know the later eighties and stuff, it uh, they kind of get away from uh, from that what you yeah, that what you expect that chugga chugga yeah and uh, yeah that's got uh, Bonzo goes to Bitburg I think yeah that's there. a great song a great song and um, and um, uh, there's a couple other great ones on there that I'm Warthog Warthog <laughs> Animal Boy Animal Boy. Um, and they're holding a cute monkey. They're holding a cute monkey. They're in a cage. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, this next guy has a problem with drugs in the same way that Robert Hayes has a problem with drinking in airplanes, <laughs> where he just kind of like pours on. He is so high, he has forgotten how to properly take drugs. Is he still alive? Uh, yes, he is. It's uh, Pat Travers snorting whiskey <laughs> and drinking cocaine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This has a good blues metaphor in it, it uh, in the verse. Awesome. That's pretty. That's pretty. It's pretty deep. Yeah, I like that. Pat Travis. Amazing. He came up with that when he wasn't even capable of distinguishing powder <laughs> from liquid. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> boom, boom, out go those lights. Exactly. Speaking yeah. of, yeah, man, cocaine. Go oh ahead. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you have to. Play, you have to. I have to play it. It's uh, oh, it's yes. Eric Clapton. It's uh, it's quintessential uh, drug song from Slowhand. Thank you, man. Now, did he mean that? I don't understand the song because is it cautionary? Is it uh, a celebration? Clearly, when you hear like live versions and the crowd is like chanting and going crazy, like yeah. the, it, they're not taking it as anything but a party song. I, and I, but he doesn't sound all that like sold on it. I don't no, know. no. I think, and, and I think again in concert, I think I think you have a bunch of white people that have never done cocaine <laughs> that are singing it like like. And the then biggest. a bunch of white people who have yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the seventies. I think it was probably you know. Yeah, that's true. But I think now people sing it like they're at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Like, yeah, right. we got to do it. Margaritaville, yeah. cocaine, same thing. Right, right. But, That's you know. a uh, cover version of... Uh, oh, it is? Yeah, J.J. Cale had the original. And I think it's just about, you know, she's go. she's a cruel mistress. You know what I mean? It's like she's a partner yeah. in this uh, whole rock and roll thing. But that was... Uh, yeah, not to, not to get too much more into my... Uh, sorted past, but there we go. Like, this is the best part of this. Episode. My, uh, <laughs> I, know, I know this is great. I didn't. This is why you pushed this episode away <laughs> yeah. for so long. I didn't do it. If I if I knew this was going to bring up these memories for you and your wife and family, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the old Gary, uh, I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't have. 
pushed it, but go ahead. But wait, like, uh, like, like right in junior high when I was really discovering the Beatles and everything, and I was like, you know, just being really annoying about it. Mom, did you know this about the Beatles? It's just it's like, oh, started enough about the Beatles. Like, this is music. And, you know, she was like, uh, you know, this was, this was her jam, cocaine. And, uh, <laughs> she loved, she loved the white lady. And, uh, I remember one, like when, when the crack epidemic was hitting in the mid 80s, she's like, crack. In my day, we did it. We called freebasing. <laughs> she was like, really? <laughs> These wow. kids today with their crack. And, <laughs> was just like, and, and this, your mom told yeah, you? That? All yeah. right. She's still with us? She is. She's, Having some problem with their marbles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if I'm being honest, she's that, not uh, all there, all there. But she's a very young lady. Oh, oh, pre- yes, Preston. How's that sound? What's up? Oh. Oh, oh no! Sorry. He's like he, he. My son is here, and he's like mad that I'm besmirching the name of his grandmother. She's she's a lovely lady, and I love her, and I learned a lot from her. What happens is Preston when uh, moms become grandmas, they get a second chance at being perfect. Yes. So you're so you're getting you're getting that right now. Okay. He's tapping his fingers. Right. He's gonna give me the. I know he's doing the rolling of the fingers. Like get on with it, sir. But hey, uh, hey the, I didn't know that was a. Uh, I didn't know that JJ Kale wrote that. I didn't, didn't even know it was a cover. That goes in the category of maybe the cover song better than the original, or Could more, be. Well, yeah, more well known than the original. I'll go with that. All right. Uh, Why not? Uh, more proof that I'm a bad parent. Uh, kind of up here. One of the. Me and Preston don't agree on a lot of the same songs, but one group that we have in common is uh, Los Angeles' own uh, Garfunkel Notes. <laughs> okay, great. I don't listen, let him listen to the really bad ones. But there's right. like, he's like, can we hear that party for the douche song? <laughs> but uh, this, is, uh, this is their ode to uh, uh, the um, medical marijuana, and it's called Weed Card. Hey, Benson. Everyone knows marijuana is dangerous and medical pot is really strong. That's why it's so hard in California to get your weed card unless something's really wrong. <laughs> hard to get. Gonna pay a visit to my doctor. It's a long shot, but I gotta try. He hands me a list of all the ailments I can have to qualify. Can't believe what I am reading. This is just what I've been needing. A government supply to get legally high. Weed card, it's what I need. Hardly ever okay. Always. But it's not an addiction, because my doctor gave me a prescription. Here's a list of the ailments you can have. Okay. You can get your card for having headaches, bad dreams, or anxiety, propensity for drugs or alcohol, anorexia or obesity, too fat, too thin, either way you win. Carpal tunnel syndrome, color blindness, a stuttering, tooth decay, fatigue, depression, motion sickness, impotence, or TMJ. You can smoke to quit cigarettes for asthma or your motherfucking Tourette's. It's a dream come true. There's nothing pot can do. So here in Los Angeles, every single strip mall oh my God. has a green cross on it. Yeah. It's, we live in Amsterdam, basically. It is. It's crazy. And it doesn't matter. It might as well be a yarn no. store or something like that. I it's, know. You can, and you can get a cookie in there. You can get a lollipop. You can get yeah. all kinds of stuff. It's, it's not what a do problem. you know about, about this, Pat? <laughs> because I went to a Kiss concert with you and Pardo and another guy, and that guy had a lollipop on the way down there. And I said, put it away. <laughs> a lollipop. Put it away, John Heffron. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so but, um, these, I think, like, if you're worried, you know, don't don't believe the hype. I, like, I don't, I don't like being around potheads a lot, but you know, it's not gonna, it's not the end of society. I bet I would love a, a pot lollipop, but I'll never. Do it. <laughs> I bet I would love it. You just like the lollipop part. Like, <laughs> I love it. I just love sucking on something. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, we got. I want. I really want to get Hall. Um, uh, well, I want to get Hall and Oates in here, yeah. but uh, I really want to get Garfunkel and Oates in I here, know. so we can do some uh, talk about parody songs and funny songs and. and 
have them play. What, yeah, I, I should check back in with them. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, before they, because now uh, Kate Marucci, is that her name? Macucci. No, Macucci. <laughs> uh, no, that's Pop Macucci. Um, <laughs> she is, uh, she's on, I think she's going to become a regular on Big Bang Theory right now. Oh, is that a fact? They just introduced her as the Indian guy's uh, oh, nice. love interest, in, and she was great, so I hope that happens for her. Oh. But... So before she gets super, super fucking right. busy, let's get her in here. So you're going to check into that, Matt? Sure. They have a series coming up, too. I think they have a new album. I think they're probably too big for us already. But, you yeah, know. Come on. We should. Come on. We got to try. They live out here. We, we can get them, right, Matt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I know they wanted to do it. They were just busy last time I asked. So. It's a Sunday. How busy are you? <laughs> That's right. Sunday morning. They're on week. Sunday right. morning. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, uh, I think I'm about out. Do you have any. Uh, I got one. Yeah, I got one. Do, uh, and, Matt, do you have a play out song I for do, us today? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play uh, play this out from one of the greatest albums of all time. Sure. 1980s, Back in Black. Okay. ACDC would love you to have a drink on me. Oh, yeah. That's a great tune, right, Matt? Yeah. You know, and that's um, funny because last episode, uh, Murray Valeriano had a drink on me. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> spoke coffee. Uh, Pardo is going to kill us again. He's, we're probably still hearing about it three you weeks know, later. Th- I saw the cleaning lady here this yeah. on a Sunday. Maybe we could get her yeah, to we can get her in here to or at least spritz it. I'll get a little spritz um, on there. Somewhere. I did not know because uh, sometimes I can't understand the ACDC lyrics. But when yeah. I, I lo- the first line is whiskey, gin, and brandy with a glass, I'm pretty handy. <laughs> That's great. And then, they are, they are then, then the second verse is, which we didn't hear, I'm dizzy, drunk, and fighting on tequila white lightning. Absolutely. <laughs> white lightning. Love it. Mm. Uh, it's a lot of them we left out, so please let yeah, us know. Tons, so let um, us know. This is an endless. This is an endless. We could do a whole category. podcast every week just playing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, you are... Uh, you are into drinking and drinking. Oh, man. So like big. The best of Well, life. that's the irony is that I never did drugs or drank growing up, but my favorite group was the Beastie Boys, who were very <laughs> interested in rapping about yeah. <laughs> booze and drugs. They even, so, they even fought. <laughs> for their right to do <laughs> for it. For their right yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and later, nonviolently resisted. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so it's like. the Gary we like. It's hard to, it's hard to even choose. Uh, like I like one of my favorite songs, Car Thief, is sort of just like all about doing different drugs. In fact, it has the the classic line: "I smoked up a bag of tr- elephant tranquilizers because I had to deal with the money hungry misers." <laughs> uh, you know but I'm is. not going to play that because I've already played that. I think on this show, this is a classic first album from Laces to Ill. Everybody knows it's this is like sure. a ultimate party jam, and it's about the mythical drink. It's kind of got a Spanish fly quality to it, I guess. So it does. It's not a brand name. and It doesn't really exist. This stuff. It does now, ironically. Oh, really? I, oh. I, don't, I think. I, I don't, it's I, like an energy drink. I think or something they made probably. it up, and then mm. somebody like snuck in and grabbed Did it. it. Okay. I, this is, I'm totally. Uh, there's no. There's no truth to what I'm saying right now. Like <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about because again, I don't drink. But I, I'm pretty sure you can now get this. But in 1986, you could only get it. Uh, on record cassette or eight track, <laughs> and it's called Brass Monkey. Thanks for listening.